What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. We too high, you can't reach us. Uh, been on the grind since I realized that a young nigga hated recess. Uh, this confidence got all these hoes on my penis. Not a genius, I just thank a lot. All these bitches been in the corner when I bend the block. Steph Curry with the rock when I take my shot. Told y'all niggas I don't need no y'all niggas I don't need no help. Made y'all niggas I don't need no help. Made to the top, just been myself. Health is wealth, looking I just power. I've been up for days, I'm kicked off the powder. She say she Welcome to Royal Rebounds TV with Calvin and Barry. Just two crazy fans of the Sacramento Kings and they sharing their opinion. So be sure that you subscribe. It's for the fans by the fans. Whether you chilling on the couch or wilding in the stands. For laid back conversations about the Kings, subscribe here. Staying down until we come up thinking this gonna be our year. We're here drinking beer, talking about the Kings. Be sure you subscribe so you can hear that bell ring. Yeah. What's up, Kings fans? Welcome back to Royal Rebounds, the Sacramento Kings YouTube channel for fans, by fans. If you're a Kings fan, make sure you smash up that like button. Hit that subscribe button. We are live after every single Kings game here on YouTube and also on Twitter Spaces. Shout out to all my Kings fans out there. Sacramento wins tonight 123-117 over the Oklahoma City Thunder. Calvin, okay, see you later, Thunder. Okay, see you later. Get the F out of here. Light the <laughs> effing beam. How are you? I'm good, man. Chan gang, as Mike said. I feel like I'm almost a little nervous going into every game now because I'm like, <laughs> I feel like the Kings are going to win every time. I don't know when the last time I could say that was. I mean, dude, honestly, I'm looking at the schedule coming up, Calvin. I, oh, I it's going to get tough. I don't see the Kings losing a game here. It's it's going to get tough here, man. They got some rough games I do not ahead. see us losing a game. Okay. Uh, I mean, the I Kings like your optimism. are 4-0 here since the All-Star break, and they light up the Oklahoma City Thunder tonight. No deer and Fox. 
no problem for the Sacramento Kings. Davion steps up. Big game for Harrison Barnes. Keegan Murray. Sabonis flirts with another triple-double. Uh, no SGA for the Thunder as well. So got to at least throw that out there. But want to give a shout-out to everybody here in the chat on YouTube. Sass is here. Brian, Tito, Mike, Callum, Greg. Uh, who else is here? Brian, Jeremiah, Patrick, Christian. Welcome in. Mr. Angel is here. Good to see you all. Good to see you. Uh, welcome in. Bouncer is here. Erslo is here. Good to see you. Calvin, give me your first thoughts on the game tonight. Uh, I mean, they got the performances they needed out of guys in step-up mode, right? Without Fox, the minutes that they had to play without Sabonis as well when he was in foul trouble. Um, you know, Keegan Murray continues, I think, to grow even though he didn't have the greatest shooting night, he hit big shots when it when it mattered. I uh, played good defense again. He was all over the glass, uh, like we said, you know, on uh, what was that Sunday? Sunday. He, he just continues to kind of have a better understanding of how to play the game. I think, and is gaining a lot more confidence with every day that goes by. Definitely. And then you get the big performances from Harrison Barnes. Uh, you get Davion Mitchell stepping up big time. Trey Lyles was again big off the bench. I mean, even when, even if this team is missing their best, arguably their best player, right now their best scorer, yeah. for sure. Clutch, most clutch most player. Most clutch player in the NBA. They're still, they still put up 123 points, even when they ha go through flashes where you think, like, this really doesn't look good. Uh, the ball's not moving as well as it should be. They're just that good offensively. Um, and, and if they're able to make enough stops or get enough boards you know that's the difference in the game it's really hard to run with this team yeah and i mean dude we gotta say it's the oklahoma city thunder right <laughs> worst team name in the nba they don't have a mascot <laughs> like nobody's afraid of thunder unless you're a dog um you know so all, all that said i think we need to give a lot of credit to oklahoma city i mean everybody in the world just like nobody really expected the kings to be in the position that they're in now uh, most people thought that Oklahoma City was headed for the number one or number two pick again after Chet Holmgren gets hurt. Uh, yep. This team is so young. Don't really know what you have there. Jalen Williams has been phenomenal in his rookie season. I'm talking about Santa Clara Jalen Williams, of course. Uh, SGA has had his best season by far. Giddy's made some improvements. And this team plays really, really hard. They, they just compete even when they're down. Uh, I think yep. you got to give a lot of credit to Oklahoma City for the year that they've put together, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, they lost, so <laughs> F them. Uh, Brian says, the whole narrative that every team got better but the Kings at the trade deadline is not true. Dallas worth worse without Dinwiddie and Caldwell Pope. What are your thoughts on that, Calvin? Well, Caldwell Pope didn't play for Dallas this year, but I get what you're saying, Brian. I think you're talking about Dorian Finney-Smith, but... Um, they they do have an issue, right? It, it's late game situations. Whether uh, what to go with, what to run, uh, it used to be so secondhand nature to them because it was just give the ball to Luca and get out of his way. And yep. if he gets doubled or tripled, then he'll find somebody open for a shot. Uh, but now they actually seem to struggle with making on the fly decisions in those late game situations. And to couple that with the fact that they still don't play any defense puts them in a really big hole. Yeah. I mean, it, it was it, – that was what people said when that trade went down, though, was, you know, how is this going to work together with the two of them, Kyrie and Luka? And, of course, they, they still don't play defense. So, hard to get better. Brian said he had a Brian fart. So yeah, I, I, I give it to you, man. I, I totally – I'm not calling you out or anything. 
Uh, Balancer <clears throat> wants to know what happened to Deer and Fox. Uh, they sat him tonight with wrist soreness. Right wrist? I'm not sure which wrist it was. I also don't think it really matters. I think they yeah. just needed an excuse to say, we're going to give you the night off. Okay. All right. So Calvin's, Calvin's got some conspiracy theories going here. It's well, not well, an look, injury. That, They're just that's resting just, him. Uh, that's just how it goes in the NBA right now. I, I'm not, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm saying you take this opportunity. You've got a tough game against uh, the Clippers coming up on Friday, a back-to-back with Minnesota following that. You've got a, you're playing with house money right now. You're up. 11 games over 500 or 10 going into today. So you feel like with the SGA sitting again, this is a perfect opportunity to get the guy a little bit of rest. You want to make sure that he's fresh down the stretch. Yeah, we got a ton to talk about today on the show, so don't go anywhere. I want to get started talking about this game, but hey, uh, just so you guys know, we're going to go over the game tonight. We're going to talk about uh, potentially a new overtime rule, uh, which is mind-blowing for me. Uh, We're going to talk about the Lakers and LeBron James, what's going on with them right now. Uh, We'll give some credit to P.J. Dozer, talk about him. Uh, And then I got got some stuff to say about Grant Napier. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, but, Calvin, before we get going here, how many likes till we light the beam tonight? Uh, let's. I said 45 last time, so 55 this time. 55? 55, yeah. Oh, wow. All right, you guys well, heard it. We got 44 people watching right now and only 23 likes. So, we sh- in theory, we shouldn't be that far away if all of you guys like this video. Okay. I mean, we'll see if they like it or not. Right. Sometimes they don't like the video. That's true. Make sure you guys smash up that like button. 55 likes, as Calvin says, maybe, and we are going maybe to Maybe we should bring Nick in early to talk about how much pizza he ate so we could get more likes. Dude, he's here waiting. <laughs> he's waiting. I, I think we, we make him wait a little bit longer. He, he Dude, Nick gets so pumped up after these games. There you go, Brian. We got to let, like let him mel- mellow out a little bit, you know, so he can uh, be <laughs> a little level. He's in a level, food coma right be now. Be a little level-headed, you know. We don't want Nick saying we're never losing a game like I did. <laughs> Um, but we love you, Nick. We'll definitely uh, hear from you. Uh, but, hey, we got to get here into the box score. Okay, as you can see right down below, Kings win tonight 123-117 over the Oklahoma City Thunder. Domas Sabonis, 34 minutes of action, 8-10 to 10 from the field. Dude, Calvin, this dude is so efficient. 22 points. 13 rebounds, 9 assists, almost another triple-double for him. And a block in this game. He does pick up four personal fouls and commits four turnovers in this game. HB, the man of the night, 37 minutes of action, 8 of 13 from the field, 4 of 5 from three-point range. Calvin in 9 of 10 from the free-throw line, 29 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists, and a block for him tonight. Keegan Murray, my guy. Keegan Murray. 36 minutes of action, 13 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists, and a steal for Keegan or Threegan. Uh, definitely want to talk about some more nicknames for him tonight. So if you guys have a nickname for Keegan Murray, drop it in the chat, dude. I mean, we got Fox, we got Ox, we got the Black Falcon. <laughs> Ideally, Calvin, I want to be able to refer to the entire King starting five with emojis, preferably animal emojis. Okay. Uh, so we got to figure out some kind of nickname for Keegan Murray. Uh, anyways... Davion Mitchell starts tonight for Deer and Fox. No D Fox tonight. Out with uh, the wrist injury. Thirty-three minutes of action. Six of ten for the field. Where's all my Davion Mitchell haters? I'd love to hear from you guys tonight. Three is seven from three-point range. Uh, Fifteen points. A rebound. Four assists. A steal. A block. And a turnover. 
for Davion Mitchell. Kevin Herter, 33 minutes of action, 8 of 14 from the field, 2 of 6 from three-point range, Kevin. Played much better in the second half of this game. 20 points for him, 4 rebounds, and Calvin, 9 assists. 9 assists. Tied for the team league with Domas, Sabonis, Red Velvet. Yeah, I can just put a cake emoji for him. I know it's not an animal, but hey, we need one for Keegan Murray. Uh, But 9 assists for him, which is absolutely huge. Would like to see him making a few more three-pointers, but hey, two of six, not mad about that, especially with the win. Uh, Trey Lyles off the bench, 13 minutes of action, nine points and five rebounds, a block for him, four points for Chemezi. Uh, Rashawn Holmes plays two minutes in this game, uh, Ofer for him, uh, commits one turnover, didn't take a shot, didn't get a rebound, didn't get an assist, no points for him. Uh, we'll definitely talk about Rashawn. Matthew Delavadova. Four points in 14 minutes, an assist for him. Uh, zero points for Terrence Davis, 0 of 5 from the field. Takes all five of his shots from the three-point line uh, in 10 minutes of action. Uh, Malik Monk only plays 15 minutes in this game, Calvin. Seven points for him, three rebounds, and two assists, and three turnovers. And then we got to see our guy P.J. Dozier uh, play one minute of action. Zero points, zero rebounds, zero assists, zero steals, zero blocks, zero turnovers, zero personal fouls. <laughs> uh, Kings win tonight, Calvin. Uh, they win a big one, and this is four in a row. This is four in a row. Uh, I think it's, what, 10 of 13, something like that, going back before the All-Star break. Um, yeah. They're they're heating up, as they you like are, to say. They are heating up. Uh, I'm not even going to talk about the o- Oklahoma City Thunder. We don't even need to hear from them. As far as the team stats go tonight, the Kings shot 52.4% from the field, 35%, 35.7 from the three-point line. Uh, still coming in with that mediocre free throw number, dude, 73% from the free throw line. Uh, I, I mean, dude, I'm happy about the win. But I, we look at things that need, or, or don't need, but can be improved on. Free throws is definitely one of them. 22 of 30 from the free throw line for the Kings tonight. They did out-rebound the Oklahoma City Thunder tonight, 51 to 42, uh, including eight offensive rebounds. Did not out-rebound uh, the Thunder in offensive rebounds, but 43 defensive rebounds, 34 assists for the Kings tonight, 20 total turnovers. That's huge, Calvin. They, they've they been turning the ball over a lot lately. Um, but, hey, they're still getting the win. I definitely want to talk about that. 22 fast break points, 50 points in the paint as opposed to 62 for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, and Kings, Kings were only down by two at one point in this game. They led by as much as 17. Yeah. Um, yes, they have been turning the ball over a fair amount. They've also been getting easy baskets themselves, whether it's points off turnovers, fast break points. They had 22 tonight. Um, we talked about it earlier in the season or not even a, a few weeks ago. I think the – I don't know what the number is now, but the Kings have a really great record when they score 16 or more fast break points. So easy buckets, transition points are big. And then, yeah, out-rebounding teams. And they have had – you know, a, f- a bunch of games with right around or more than 30 assists as well. So even though they're turning the ball over, they are moving the ball and getting good shots as well. I, I mean, if you score over 120 points a game and you play, the, the pace of this game was absolutely torrid. So you're going to, you're bound to run into some spells there where you turn the ball over, especially when you're at without your primary ball handler. Uh, and really, you know, like you said, the best the most clutch player in the NBA, a guy that makes great decisions with the basketball. So, How many games are we through the season right now? Oh, and to answer the question on Fox's missed games, this was his sixth this year in 61 games. 61 games. 
Yeah, and he played 55. Not bad. Very Not good. Not bad at all. Very, very uh, good. But, Calvin, I have to ask you, why are the Kings turning the ball over so much? Because this is not well, just Well, like I said, uh, no, you're right. But, uh, I mean, the Kings play fast. They move the ball a lot. They share the ball. Uh, they, they don't Until you get to the fourth quarter and Fox has those moments where he takes over, um, it, it's a very equal opportunity offense. Plus, you also have to take into account the teams that they're playing, right? We've talked about it going into this back-to-back. The Oklahoma City forces more turnovers than any team in the NBA. They play very uh, tough defense. They switch. They're aggressive. They play the passing lanes. And the team they played before that, the Clippers, are, again, a very long athletic uh, team that is really good at at forcing turnovers and knocking the ball loose, deflections, all of that stuff. So um, it's a combination of everything. The fact that you play a, a faster tempo style of game, you score the most points, in the NBA, that means you have a lot of possessions. Best offense of all time. Best offensive rating in NBA history. Of all time. And you're going up against teams that also are trying to get up and down the floor. The Kings are good at suckering teams into playing their style, right? Because yep. they're so good offensively, you, th- you think that you have to speed things up and take advantage of them before the defense gets set, all of this stuff. So uh, that just results in, in a faster game, and, and a lot of times you turn the ball over in those situations. Okay, uh, Subba? Is it Subba? Suba? Subba culture. Says, I'm a few minutes behind Fox, sore left wrist, and even had an MRI on it, no damage. Rumor has it it was hurt on the windmill dunk in the previous game. Could definitely happen. I, I've hurt my Thank you for hand or, or arm on dunks before. Oh, man, it sucks. Yeah. Because you're excited and you have all the adrenaline yeah. and you're like, and, and then, ouch, <laughs> not good, not good at all. Probably nothing to worry about long term, but. Charlie, uh, shout out to Charlie. He says, the Kegler. <laughs> the Kegler. That reminds me of I don't that, know if uh, that's an animal emoji, but. Or any kind of emoji. It reminds me of that movie, <laughs> The Cobbler, the Adam Sandler movie where he's like making shoes and stuff. Weird movie. Very, very weird movie. Uh, but Calvin, 29 points tonight for Harrison Barnes. 8 of 13, 4 or 5 from three-point range. The dude played absolutely incredible. I know everybody loved that layup late in the game, right, where he stays in the air. Goes that the was basket, a phenomenal move. Gets it up. That was um, really nice. So that, really, that really was really definitely nice. exciting. And. Hey, Harrison Barnes, I mean, over the last few games, what, he had like nine points in two games. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, we scored 176 points, and he had nine. <laughs> but 29 tonight for him. Uh, what yeah. are you seeing at HB's? What was different for him tonight? He was just much more aggressive from the get-go. I think that they probably, you know, talked to him. The coaching staff went to him and said, look, without De'Aaron, you know, Kevin Herter had a better game than he's had recently on the offensive side. Uh, but he's been struggling. You know, I expected Keegan Murray to be a little bit more aggressive looking for a shot as well. But with Davion starting, he's not a guy that has given you a ton of offense. He played yeah. very, very well today, but he's not a guy that is that you've looked for that so far this year. Harrison Barnes was an obvious person, I think, to say, look, you've got to be a little more aggressive looking for your shot today. And in the past when he's done that, I think he's going to be a lot fresher in terms of his legs in this stretch run this season too. Definitely. When you compare it to the previous years because they relied on him for so much more offense in the last couple of seasons. This year he has uh, been really, really good for them in spots when they've needed him to be. But they've also had a lot more uh, 
um, guys that are able to take some of that load off of him. So in moments like this, yeah, he can go kind of you know step it up another gear. Uh, no, and, and he definitely did that today. They need some points. Yeah. He can step up and do it. I'm just so happy that we don't have to watch a Luke Walton uh, post-game press conference where he's like, I would love Harrison Barnes to take 15 threes a game <laughs> every game. He He's that guy. He can do it. And it's like, dude, Luke, shut the F up, man. Just calm down. Enjoy the win tonight. Uh, but, yeah. Well, man, and Harrison this Barnes this is really the way that you should play Harrison Barnes. I mean, yep. he's a good outside shooter, and you want him to take in rhythm in uh, within the offense wide open threes when they move the ball like that. But that is, you don't want him to be searching for threes or, you know, dribbling, uh, trying to create three-point shots himself, step backs, all that stuff. You want him going to the basket and getting to the free throw line. Ten free throw attempts today. HB stands for hit bank. I thought it was that, his that, bag. No, no. It stands for hit bank because when he drives, he is so good at that uh, deceleration dribble Put your body into the defender to create space yep. and gets it up off the glass. He's super accurate with that shot. Dude, I got my light to beam shirt on tonight. Is it looking pretty good? Light to beam? It always looks good. I love it, dude. It's I a love, great shirt. I love lighting to beam. Uh, anyways, if you want to pick up one of these shirts, all you got to do is check out royalrebounds.com. It looks fresh. I'd love to see a bunch of people wearing them at the games. It would be a lot of fun. But shout out to Harrison Barnes. Another another incredible performance by him tonight. And tonight he does it scoring some points. Why not light the beam, says Brian. Why Brian, not? we need 55 likes. I would love to light the beam tonight. Hit that like button. Uh, who's getting the chain tonight? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I'll be honest. I did not watch this whole game because I... Okay. These early starts, road games are tough for me with work. Because so. you're hanging at the pool with... Hey, it's my job Yeah, to hang at the pool. Sorry, guys. And I'm sell pina busy. coladas and Mai Tais. Yeah. That, that's how I pay rent, man. Until until we get enough likes here on this had channel to, for me to... Had to, sorry, I had to. I had hang to. out with Jordy Fernandez so I was, watching <laughs> the All-Star game. And, oh. I, I was really only able to watch about half this game in total. Uh, so I, I'm going to take the route that probably nobody likes, but I'm going to pass on the defensive player of the game. I liked what Davion gave me, though, and what I watched. So, yeah, uh, I would probably give it to him based on I what mean, I saw. At this point, it's like... Charge taken. At this point, uh, it's the, like, dude... The dude was good. Harrison Barnes, he, he's the player of the game for me. I mean, you could you could make an argument for Sabonis, right? Almost triple-double, super efficient, 8 to 10, uh, you know, almost the triple-double. But, Calvin, at this point, dude, they're giving it to staff members. Like, anybody <laughs> can get the chain at this point. So, who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe Kyle Draper got the chain tonight. Maybe he did. Maybe he did. <laughs> Your boy, Drapes. I would love to hear from you guys down below in the chat. Let me know who got the chain tonight. Give it to Coach Brown, JN. That's a good point. I, I got a good question. Okay. Maybe it's a poll that we can put in because I'd like to hear what everybody else thinks. Too. Lay it on me. So Harrison Barnes and Trey Lyles are both free agents at the end Ooh. of this year. If you only had enough money to re-sign one of them, okay, who would you re-sign? I don't think we need a poll for that. I think people can just spam the chat. Okay. Well, Na last name, Lyles. Or Barnes. Barnes. Who do you want the Kings to re-sign? If, now, they could re-sign both. That, that is a potential. Uh, yes, but, but I'm Calvin's saying that. putting you in a hard spot. This is, yeah, this is a unique situation where, let's say the Kings go out and they spend a bunch of money on some other free agent that improves the team. 
and you don't have enough money left to re-sign both of these who guys. Who Harrison Ford, bouncer. Um, but yeah, I'm probably giving it, dude. I, I like JN. Mike Brown should should get the chain tonight. Is what I'm saying. Uh, anyways, I mean, this is a pretty un, in unconventional game for the Sacramento Kings tonight. Like, you have a guy like Kevin Herter putting up nine assists. You have Harrison Barnes putting up almost 30 points in this game. This is not how they usually win basketball games. But Calvin, in hard times, people need to step up. No deer and fox tonight. Sabonis did an incredible job. I mean, he's basically a walking triple-double at this point. The dude is incredible. Uh, and then you have some of the other guys, like Harrison Barnes step up, Kevin Herter step up, and let's talk about Davion Mitchell. Step up big time. I got a list, Calvin. I got a list on my phone of all the haters, dude, that were just hating oh, on Oh, man, Davion are you about Mitchell. to call out? Oh, yeah, I'm bringing up the list right now. Oh, damn. I've been keeping track of everybody. God, I hope I'm not on this writing list. Writing hate on Davion Mitchell, saying, Davion this, Davion that. We need another backup point guard because Davion can't do it. And guess what? What did he do tonight, Calvin? He did it. He did it. He started. He played 33 minutes. He shot 60% from the field. he hit his first the three field. threes? Yeah, three of seven from three-point range, 15 points, a rebound, and an assist. I'm not even going to bring out the list because I don't want to get <laughs> negative on this stream. I just want to be happy. Calvin, shout out to Alfie Man here. And, and Joey is here as also. Greg, Ivan, good to see you all. But, yeah, Davion did the damn thing tonight, Calvin. He did. Tell me about it. Well, look, I, I mean, he, we saw this from him last year, too, when Fox didn't play basically those last however many games of the season, and, and he was the full-time starter. He put up big numbers consistently there. Yes, he hasn't been consistent offensively overall, um, but I still think that what some people are <laughs> losing sight of is the fact that for certain guys, role players on this team, it, this again, we're talking about the historic offense, right? The number yep. one offensive-rated team in NBA history. Yep. Davion doesn't have to score on this team. What this team needs is somebody that can play on-ball defense. And he does that. He does that very, very and consistently. That doesn't show up in the box score. It doesn't show and up in the box score. casual fans that don't watch so basketball he's games. He's still very valuable to this team. All they do is they look at their phones. They, they oh, blah, 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 had 30 points tonight. Davion Mitchell, five points, not happy. You see that little thing on the bottom of the screen right now where it's scrolling? That's what people do. They just watch ESPN. They look at that, and they're like, oh, Davion Mitchell? What's he doing? He's not doing stuff. you got to watch the effing games, guys, because like Calvin says, Davion is doing the little things that He's matter. 10th in the NBA in charges taken. Yeah, incredible. 10th incredible. for the smallest guy on the team. I mean, he he's exactly the type of player. He's a coach's dream, honestly. Yep. A guy that will literally do whatever you want, does the dirty work, plays defense, uh, doesn't care about the, or doesn't at least seem to, doesn't put that out there, care about the glory and all this stuff and more minutes and blah, 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 blah. Dude just wants to win and play hard and work. And that's, a, a, every coach in the world wants to have 15 of those guys on their team. Dude, to me, Davion Mitchell is Marcus Smart that can control his temper. Yeah. That's what it is. Yes, Marcus Smart got much better at shooting the three ball, scoring. It all takes time, guys. Like Brian says here, Davion's still young. He's only going to get better. So to everyone that was tripping out about Davion Mitchell, worried, hitting the panic button, let's trade Davion. Just chill out, guys. 
He's young. The Kings are winning basketball games. I mean, it's the same thing with Keegan, right? And maybe Keegan's not the greatest example because he's been playing exceptionally well. But it's just like we are ahead of schedule in this rebuild. We have a lot of young players on this team that are still just need time to develop. And the only way to do that is by playing. Um, so, you know, the, the Kings are kind of in this weird situation where they're winning games and they're developing players at the same time. Something Gold State Warriors suck at, Calvin. And I'm just going <laughs> to throw that out there. Um, but, <clears throat> I mean, Keegan does all the little things. Davion does all the little things. Um, and, and, I mean, well, we and see it more and more. People, I've heard people say a lot recently in terms of De'Aaron Fox and talking about how he's all of a sudden taking another step. And they directly relate Davion Mitchell to that, saying yep. that De'Aaron Fox has to go against Davion in practice every day. Yep. So, A, that's a great thing to have on Which way team. do you want it? And, B, that's got to help Davion as well, too, right? Yep. He's got to go against De'Aaron Fox in practice every day. It's, it's going to benefit them. This team will get playoff experience this year. They're super young. Uh, I mean, you can't you can't have your cake and eat it too. It, it doesn't click like that for everybody in every aspect of the game. I love cake, and I want to eat it and have it too, and I can never do that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, shout out to Davion Mitchell. Great game for him. Maybe he gets the defensive player of the game chain. Why not? I mean, like I said, based off of what I saw, which is probably like 65% of the game, I would have given it to him. Why not give him the chain, Nick? Why not? Let's talk about Kevin Herter, and then I want to go into your keys of the game before we talk about the bench here. Uh, I got a lot to say about the bench because that's one of the things that people are concerned about. When Fox is out, Davion moves in the starting position, What what's there on the bench, right? Uh, but let's talk about Kevin Herter. 33 minutes of action, 8 of 14 from the field, 2 of 6 from three-point range. This guy has been struggling, Calvin. It's no secret. He's been struggling. Uh, I, I should have kept receipts on Kevin Herter. I, I'm maybe I'll start because I'm seeing a lot well, of Kevin you, Herter. Yeah, you got plenty of time. They're yeah, still out there. Yeah. I got one guy in my mind. I'm not going to bring him up. Um, but Kevin Herter, he's finding ways to get involved when he's not making shots. Tonight it was assists. Nine assists for him. I mean, what starting shooting guard in the NBA who's, I mean, not even a 3 and D guy, just known as a shooter, can come out and get you nine assists. Not a lot of guys. Not a lot of guys. Uh, so he's finding other ways to get involved and help the team win. What are your thoughts on Kevin Herter? Uh, I mean, 8 of 14 from the field is not bad. That's that's great. 2 of 6. I mean, you'd like to be a little bit better than that from the three-point line. Um, but I know he's also dealing with a hand injury as well. What would you see out of Kevin Herter tonight? Is the Is the shooting slump over? Well, I mean, the three-point shooting slump, I don't know if you can officially declare it over. Um, I do think that it was good for him to get off to a good start in this game without Fox. You know, they definitely, I, I believe, looked to get him the ball to try to break him out of that slump early. <laughs> Brian. I, I look at this the same way I look at Malik Monk. Those guys are, just like Davion Mitchell is on this team to play defense, Herder and Monk are not on this team to play defense. I mean, that, that doesn't mean you just stand there and do nothing. You still want them to try and work hard. Uh, yep. And you want the team to be better playing defense, which, you know, Mike Brown is working on that, right? It takes, takes a lot of time. But if those guys are going to come out and put up numbers like this, nine assists, 20 points, efficient shooting, uh, you know, Monk comes in and does that stuff off the bench, 12, somewhere 12 to 15 points, a few assists. It, it's just th that's what they're on this team for. I agree with what Charlie's saying here.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. He is totally the guy that they seek out defensively. 
Any team right now, if you're playing, if Herder is on the floor, you get a miss, you get a switch onto him, or you give the ball to whoever he's guarding, and you say go to the basket, because it, it's a revolving door right now. Yeah. The one thing that I don't understand is like tonight he's on Jalen Williams. Jalen Williams is having a really good year. He's proving that he's a pretty good offensive player. Why is there not a switch? Why don't we we take a timeout and say, you know what? Uh, HB, you're going to guard Jalen Williams now. Or Keegan, you're going to guard Jalen Williams now. I, I understand if you switch during the, the middle of a possession, but I, I don't understand why you keep putting him in that position over and over and over again. It, it's a glaring weak, weak spot on the team. I, I don't want to take anything away from what he did offensively tonight because he was good offensively. It wasn't his greatest game that he's had in Sacramento, yep. but he was good. He was definitely good enough. I just don't understand why we keep throwing him out this into that position. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to talk about Kevin Herter. Charlie, too. I don't think it's that simple, but yeah, I get what you're trying to say. I don't want to talk about you, Kevin You have Herter to at least try. Tonight. You can't force him to be the primary defender on on Jalen Williams, yeah. possession after possession after possession after possession. And every, if they get a switch, then they get a switch, and you have to deal with that. But. Yeah. And every team is going to have a guy that gets targeted. Like, straight up, if you're a team – and, you know, you're doing your research on another team, you're scouting, you're watching film, like there's always going to be a weak point on a team as far as defensively when you have starters, right? Like there's always going to be a guy that you hunt out, whether it's, you know, Kevin Herter, whether it's Keegan Murray, uh, whether it's a guy that's actually a good defender, but he's not as good as the other four guys on the court, you're always going to hunt some guy out. So some guy's going to be in that position. Uh, but you're right. Kevin Herter was not brought here for defense. He's brought here for shooting. Uh, we've learned that he can rebound when he needs to. He can pass the ball when he needs to. And he can play decent defense in, in a team team format. So not mad about Kevin Herter. Would like to see the shot come back a little bit quicker. Uh, but, hey, we got the win tonight, which is the most important part. Without Deer and Fox, uh, the team steps up together, and, and they fill in all the things. Harrison Barnes picks up the scoring. Uh, Kevin Herter picks up the assists, you know, and, and the Kings get the win. That's what good teams do. That is what good teams do. <coughs> Ivan says, Herter is hurting the team. Charlie is right. We almost lost because of him tonight. Ivan, I know you're talking about that late turnover uh, where he throws it out of bounds. Yeah, I was upset about that too, but I think the game was already a lock at that point. Uh, but you're right. There are ways to get better. There are ways to get better. Calvin, I almost forgot about Keegan. You want to give Keegan some flowers before we uh, move on? Dude, he, he played at this whole road trip. <clears throat> um, he was really, really, really good. He's just being a, a lot more aggressive on the glass. Even when he doesn't get his hands on the ball, he's able to tip it, keep balls, uh, loose balls alive, things like that. His on-ball defense has been so much, so much better. Uh, we've seen him push the ball on the break now instead of taking a dribble or two and, and grabbing it, picking it up, looking for a, an outlet valve, somebody to give it up to. Just much more aggressive, much more confident. Um, he's bringing the ball up the court. He is. Yeah. He absolutely is. Not only that, in the half court, he's – uh, driving the closeout, he's pump faking. He he realizes now that his three point weapon is such a or three point shot is such a weapon that he is, is able to take advantage of it. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, you, I don't know. You can't deny it right now. He's he's definitely become a much more confident player who's added pieces to his game, and, and I think this was the plan with him all along. Like like yeah. I said before, that this was a great situation for him to go to. It was a great situation for the Kings to get this guy, too, because of his skill set and how it fits this offense. 
great shooter uh, that is now able to do a little bit more because he's starting to to get caught up with the speed, the physicality of the game. He's yep. used to that now. Um, and they made a point on the telecast today talking to his dad about this time last year is when he started playing, you know, lights out uh, in college. Yep. Uh, and he led the nation in scoring. So Late bloomer. Yeah, I, I mean, he's just a... Or he's, finishes he's strong. Too, he finishes, finishes strong. strong. Yeah, that's a better he, way to put he's it. He's a very <laughs> even keel guy, right? I think he really needs to be pushed uh, before he kind of uh, l- lets loose a little bit and unleashes it himself. And, yeah. and I think he's gotten to that point now. Shout out to Lee here for joining in. Shout out to Alfie Man. Afghan is good. Uh, is, he's here. It's good to see you guys. Marcus is here. Welcome in. Welcome in, everybody. Guys, don't forget to smash up that like button. 55 likes tonight, and we will light the beam. Hit that like button because I want to see the beam. I want to light the beam. Calvin, Keegan Murray, I mean, you wanted the Kings to draft him. He was a guy that you did. highlighted in the draft saying that this guy is going to be pretty good. Uh, Would you say we're 61 games in now? Yes. Has Keegan missed a game? Ooh, that's a good question. I got to look I this up because I, I know he, what, he didn't start, what was it, the first couple games of the season? And then he got put in that starting role. He's been extremely consistent um, in he terms of being 58, available. 58 games. Okay. So he's missed three games. Not bad at all. And how many games has he started? Anyways, while you're looking that up. He started 56 of them. Wow. That's incredible. Um, so, I mean, you've seen a decent chunk now from Keegan Murray. Give me your thoughts. Like, what is Keegan Murray's ceiling? What is he? Do you have a, a comparable? Yeah, it's I've had this comparison since the draft. I think Chris Middleton is a very, very solid comparison for this guy. Okay. Somebody who is has good size, good length, really good instincts, great shot, understands the game well, is not the most athletic or the fastest or the quickest guy out there, but makes up for that with his understanding of the game and his size. I think Keegan will grow into his body a little bit more. Um, put on some more weight as he gets older. Yep. And that's going to make him a very good defender and a very, very solid offensive player. Once he develops more of a mid-range game, that's the difference, biggest difference right now between him and Middleton, right? Middleton has developed that post-up, that mid-post-up, turn, fall away, shoot over the defender, um, make guys pay, and take the easy shot. Mm -hmm. As opposed to just being kind of an outside specialist or a guy that's able to get to the rim on a backdoor cut. Once Keegan adds that to his game, I, I think Chris Middleton is a very fair comparison. So second best player on a championship team. Is that what you're saying? Could definitely be that. Okay. Wow. Wow. I like that. I'd love to hear from you guys in the chat. What do you think is a good comparison for Keegan Murray? <laughs> Alfie Mensas turns into Charles Barkley. Hey. Charles Barkley was a pretty damn good basketball player. I know a lot of people hate on him for not having a ring. Uh, And you look at the guy now, you're like, this guy's out of shape, blah, blah, blah. I mean, he's a very smart guy, and and he was an amazing basketball player. So interesting comparison, Alfie, man. But I'd like to hear from the rest of you guys, uh, what is a good comparison? And what do you think the ceiling of a guy like Keegan Murray is? Calvin, we got our first caller of the night on the phone here. It is the Island Boys. Uh, What do you think they're going to say? I think they're going to say something about Fox being fast and the Kings winning. Okay. I like the Kings when they win. Yeah. Let's 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 see what they're doing. Island Boys, what is up? The Kings won, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Kings won, yeah. The Sacramento Kings, oh, yeah, the Kings won, yeah. Fox is so fast. Sub us. 
is so strong, yeah. Coach Mike is so smart, yeah. They are the playoff bound, yeah. Wow, they you're, are the playoff. You are very right. The Kings are headed to the playoffs. That's incredible. Ivan says Sabonis is so strong, and yes, he is. That pretty much wraps up the starters. I want to talk about the bench, but before we do that, Calvin, we got a second caller on the night. Guess who it is? The pizza guy? The pizza guy. Nick is here on the stage. Nick, what is up? What is up? Why not light the beam? Why not Why light the not. beam, Nick? Why not light the beam? How are you, Nick? How are you feeling? Good. I'm, I'm feeling pumped up that the Kings won tonight. So right now, I'm watching the Clippers right now. 63 to 68. Minnesota is winning right now. Okay. Minnesota's beating the Clippers. Clippers are going to lose. I want the Clippers to lose. Oh, yeah, I always <laughs> want the Clippers to lose. The Clippers suck, Beat man. LA. Yeah. Because we played them on Friday. I'll be at the Kings game on Friday night. So oh, man. I'll be Lucky at all you. the games on, on March. Okay. Are you, are you going to wear your light the beam shirt? Yes, I will be. All right. Nick, we need seven more likes here on YouTube so that we can light the beam. Can you let everyone know what to do? We need more. Hit the thumbs up. Seven likes. And seven likes will light the beam. Light you want to see the, the beam lit. Beam. Nick, I'm seeing a ton of emojis here in the chat. Everyone wants to talk about one thing. It's the elephant in the room. How much pizza did you eat today? <laughs> well, uh, zero. So much he can't even he remember. Can't even, he must be in a food coma. Yeah. Zero. Zero. What? No pizza tonight. Oh man. What? No za. But the king still won. What a okay. letdown. You broke the curse. <laughs> oh, that's two in a row. Two in a row. No two pizza. Games in a row, no wins. pizza. Yeah. Nick. Four wins in a row for King. Nick, I know we're all excited for the playoffs to come. Yes. And, uh, uh, yeah, man. As I'm you know. For you to, I'm excited for you to come down to Sacramento. Yeah, as you know, Calvin and I will be in town for the playoffs. And, uh, yes. Calvin's got Calvin's got a little challenge for you. Yeah, what's the challenge? Oh, I do. Yeah. What's that? What's the challenge, Kevin? Calvin, what's the challenge? You think you can beat me in a pizza eating contest? I can beat you in an eating contest. No, no, pizza eating, not eating contest. I can beat you in a pizza pizza eating contest. Okay. We uh, we need to come up with a wager then, I guess. Calvin's trying to challenge yeah. you. I was hoping he would get all WWF and be like, Nick, you and me I'm gonna win. in roundtable, right. head-to-head, pizza for pizza. I will eat more pizza than you. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to win. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. All along. Yeah, that was your challenge. Yeah, Don't I'm going to win. Do you think Barry I'm should join to- us in the pizza eating contest? I think so. All right, there you go. Nick, if you had to, like, if if your life depended on it, how many pieces of pizza do you think you could eat in one sitting? 100 pieces of pizza. Holy Whoa. cow. All right, I don't 100. What are you talking about, Calvin? You're not saying this pizza earlier. Pizza. 
Okay. I would eat uh, 100 pieces of pizza. That's how much I would eat. 100 pieces of pizza. All right. We're going to do this incredible. contest. Royal Rebounds will sponsor yeah. the pizza eating contest. You versus Calvin. What What are you betting? Whoa, well, Royal Rebounds is sponsoring it now, too. That means I got to pay for it also. No. Royal yeah, Rebounds you do. <laughs> I don't like this at all. <laughs> I think Alfie Man said he wanted to be in the contest too, right? Of course. Uh, Anybody yeah. is welcome yeah. to, to join in in this. All right, we're going to... Uh, how about me and like four other people versus Nick? Because if he can eat 100 pieces, I'm going to need some help. I, I will eat 100 pieces of pizza if I have to. Okay. I will win you guys. Here's the deal. Contest. You don't win unless you eat 100 pieces of pizza. Oh. You have to eat 100 in order to qualify. He's talking big game. Yes, sir. Very big game. He's making me very yes. nervous. Pizza. Very, very nervous. Nick, we're not talking what? about DiGiorno pizza. We're talking about big pieces of pizza, normal size. Yes. Okay. I will challenge you. Yeah, he's, it doesn't matter. All right. Well, maybe we'll do. Okay, not maybe. We will do a pizza eating contest. I need to nail down a location. It will be sponsored by yes. Royal Rebounds, and we're going to be giving away a prize, Nick. If if anybody has some suggestions on for first a good place. pizza place in Sacramento, how many contestants do you think we should have in this contest? I mean, as we should have plenty. I think maybe five. Wants to be in. Five. Oh, you want Royal Rebounds to buy pizza for a hundred people? Yeah, Royal Rebounds yeah. paying for it. There we go. There we go. All right, Nick. Uh, let's talk about Friday's game real quick, and then Calvin and I got to get back to the show. So give me your thoughts on Friday's game against the Clippers. What do the Kings need to do to win this basketball game? The Kings need to play defense, win your game on Friday, and stay on your man. Stay on your guy and win on Friday. Light the beam. Light the beam. I like Light it. it. Very quick, concise. He knows what he's what he wants, Calvin. Uh, Nick, do you have any uh, inside information? Uh, have you talked to Slamson recently about what's going on with Deer and Fox? No, I have not. But I know Slamson is out with he's out with the soreness. Oh, breaking news! Slamson is out with soreness. Oh wow! No, Darren Fox is out with uh, soreness. Darren Fox. Okay. Nick, can you see if you can get Slamson in the pizza eating contest? Yeah, I can. Okay. I could ask him. Ask him. Challenge challenge him. Tell him you can eat more pizza than him. Let's get him in the contest. Yeah. Let's do it. This will be fun. Okay. Ask uh, Morgan Reagan, too. There you go. Okay, I will. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Nick. Well, we appreciate you joining in on the show tonight. You got any last <laughs> words for the royal family out there? No, that's it. Well, I just want to say sleep beams. Sleep beams. Nick, we're one like away from lighting the beam. Can you get everybody fired up? Fired up. Fired up. Fired up. <laughs> All right. Oh, Nick. there it is. There we go. It's like he spoke it into fruition. We love you, buddy. Have fun at the game on Friday, and we'll talk to you soon. Are you going to light the beam? We're lighting oh, it. Oh, we're lighting the beam. All righty. Oh, we'll, we'll do it with him here. Why not? Do it. Why not? We'll like the king. Why not do it? Fire the laser! There we go. The One beam is lit. Big purple beam yes, into the sky. We got two days off. Hopefully, they leave the beam on for for till Friday, right? Till Friday. 
Yeah, why not? Leave it on until April 15th. That's when the playoffs start. All right, Nick. Why thank not? you so much, buddy. Have a good night. We'll see you on Friday. Sleep beams. Sleep beams. Always good to hear from Nick. They call him Coach Nick. I think Pizza Nick fits him a little better. He definitely likes pizza. 100 pieces is a lot. That's a, that's a lot of that pizza. is a lot. I, I did not. I did I, not. Guess I do that. not want any part. If that's true, I don't want any part of that. <laughs> Anyways, back to the game tonight. Uh, you want to talk about the starters? I mean, Trey Lyles, nine points for him, four for Matt. The, the bench or yeah, sorry, bench. I'm thinking about pizza, dude. Actually, I'm getting pizza tonight for dinner. Oh, uh, dude, I've been trying to get it, and it just something just doesn't work out. Like like last <laughs> I know, year, yeah. I was getting I was pizza. Like, and you're oh, like, we're making a bunch of food, yeah. steak and chicken. And yeah, which was good, but uh, just my craving has not been. My my itch has not been scratched. Oh well, we better get a hundred slices worth. We oh, need some practice. Okay, yeah, okay. Delavdova, four points for him tonight. Only seven for Malik Monk. Give me your thoughts on the bench tonight. Um, the bench was, I mean, good overall. I liked what I saw out of Trey Lyles. Um, you know, I think things were obviously a little thrown off, right? The continuity, especially yeah. from the last week or so, they've been playing really, really well with that same group together. Today, Davion Mitchell has to start. Um, and play most of the minutes with the starters. So it, it things got maybe thrown off just a little bit. The Thunder bench also definitely brought it today. Dario Saric was like a man possessed. Um, and, and the Kings struggled to, to guard a lot of players, but they especially struggled to guard big guys who can stretch the floor and put the ball on the floor as well. So Or stretch the floor with a shot, outside shot, and put the ball on the floor as well. So it, that was definitely, um, I think, one of the main reasons why Oklahoma City kept coming back in this game. But it, it was a – I thought it was a decent game overall from the bench. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd like to see Malik get a few more minutes. You know he's my guy. I don't know why. Uh, just, just I thought it was know. an opportunity for Terrence Davis, um, you know, with yeah. Davion Mitchell not playing big minutes off the – or, I mean, he played big minutes, but not playing a ton with the rest of the bench. This could have been one of those games where Terrence Davis stepped up and had – you know, 15 to 20 points, but it, it just wasn't wasn't that game. Hey, Sabonis played well. Harrison Barnes played well. Uh, you know, Kevin Herter started making shots. Davion Mitchell was making shots tonight. Yeah. Keegan Murray. They, they so. got a ton of points from yeah. the starters. They so. went with what was working. Definitely. Which I think was the most important thing. Definitely. Um, I mean, I, I'm pretty, pretty satisfied with the win tonight. I, I got to say it. You know, like, yes, I, I pointed out free throw shooting could be better. There's some other things that could be improved on. Yeah, th that's what the coach is going to do, right? They're going to look. They're going to watch film. It's not like you just win a basketball game and then the coach is like, no practice tomorrow. We're not watching film. Yeah. Like, we're just going to go right in the next game. Like, there's always ways uh, to improve. A win is a win. And uh, they got it without, you know, probably the guy that's going to be Western Conference Player of the Month. Yeah, don't get too high. Don't get too low. You win. You move on. You act like you've been there before, which is the most important part. All right, Calvin, let's go over what your keys were for the game tonight. And then uh, I got some interesting stuff. You know, somebody put a lot of money on the Kings to win the championship this year. I want to talk about it, but let's let's go over your keys first. Well, th they were the same as they were on Sunday, just because I felt like this, uh, the, the way these games were going to, go were very similar especially with SGA not playing in either game um, and the fact that you know Oklahoma City is is a pretty aggressive defensive team so turnovers was number one uh, they committed 40 turnovers the Kings did in these two games combined yeah. so not very good there um, but the, on the flip side of that they did have a bunch of fast break points they also had 34 assists in this game 
forget how many they had on Sunday, but I want to say it was very close to, if not more than 30 as well. Uh, number two is sub- feed the ox. Sabonis had to be more aggressive, I felt like, stepping up even more without De'Aaron Fox. Again, one assist away from a triple-double. Um, I still think that there are times when he can maybe help. You know, Fox is so good at opening things up defensively or offensively by breaking down def- the defense for everybody else, getting guys more open shots because of his ability to get to the mid-range, get to the basket. That compresses defenses, especially an aggressive defense. I thought that Sabonis tonight, and in general, I would like to see him take more mid-range shots. He grabs, when he gets the ball at the free throw line and turns to survey, everyone backs off of him because they expect him to be throwing a bounce pass to a backdoor cutter or handing the ball off on a dribble handoff. He could probably, he probably has four to five wide open mid range, 15 to 18 foot shots a game. And his stroke from that spot is really, really nice. Yep. He hit one of those today. It was a beautiful shot. Thought maybe he could have looked for that shot a little bit more today, but overall, I mean, you can't really be too upset with how he played. Yeah. Happy with the win. Um, and then number three was crash the offensive glass. The Thunder actually were the ones that really took advantage of the offensive rebounds. They were up 9-1, to one, I think, mm-hmm. offensive rebounds at halftime. Kings did a much better job in the second half. They had seven offensive rebounds in the second half. Um, but overall, uh, you got to be happy. that The Kings out-rebounded Oklahoma City today, and that was one of the areas where I thought they could take advantage of, of OKC in these two games. Okay. Alfie Man says here in the chat, do you guys have any Kings art on your bodies? I don't. I don't. By art, do you mean tattoos, Alfie Man? Because if if you do, yes, I do have a Kings tattoo. Uh, I'm not going to show it to you guys here on the stream. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I do. I'm committed. Uh, I'm, I'm pot committed on this team. Uh, <laughs> Gilbert says, conspiracy theory is the person who put a bet on the Kings to win the championship this year is a time traveler. I mean, Calvin, that seems like a very convenient theory. Uh, wouldn't anybody that bet a lot of money on something be better off if they were a time traveler? <laughs> Sorry, I just got very distracted by Charles's comment. Um, yes, I think you are right. Anybody could be considered a time traveler if they get something like that right. Mattress Mac, yeah. is he a time traveler? Um, ooh, maybe, maybe. maybe. That's interesting. I was watching some show last night on Netflix. Osh's, I don't remember what it was called. Blank, blank white or blank white something about these kids disappearing in this town. And there's some kind of time traveling involved. I wasn't paying very good attention, but weird, weird. It it seems to be, uh, seems to be a a theme right now. Me not paying, not me not paying attention, but the time traveling thing. Maybe it's going to happen, dude. Right? Because... Do you think time travel is possible? Because here's um, the thing. If it is... Anything is possible. If it is possible, then technically it should be possible at any time, right? Because if there's a time... If it's time travel is possible in the future, that person can travel back now, right? Yes, that's true. But if time travel is possible, aren't there sacred rules of time, time travel? Like... Oh, <laughs> Like you're not supposed to, like commandments. You know, yeah. Okay. 
Thou shalt not steal. Thou no, 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 not like that. Not like that. Like you can't, uh, the butterfly effect. You can't okay. alter certain courses of things that have already happened. Like you can't talk to your former, your previous self. I don't, this is, I'm, I'm getting way too. Okay. I mean, I watched the, the show. The, did the you ever watch the show, here. The Flash? <clears throat> I did. What's The Flash's name? Uh, I can't remember. I mean, he's not my favorite superhero by any means. Okay. So. Well, his name is Barry, so I figured oh, okay. maybe you would remember that <laughs> name. Where have you ever heard that before? Anyways, he did some time traveling, and he did have some rules that he wasn't allowed so to do. So are you so. trying to tell us that you're a time traveler? I'm not allowed to tell you. It's against the okay. rules, Calvin. It is against the rules. But anyways, shout out to Alfie Man for the super chat. Alfie Man, we appreciate you so much. Dude, Alfie Man, sign up for a membership on the channel. And everybody else out there that loves watching the show, loves supporting us, sign up for a membership. It's $1.99 a month. Your name is a different color. You get a cool badge next to your game or to your name, and it evolves. So the longer you are a membership, you get a different badge, which is really, really cool. Uh, there's a, a lot of other perks that come with it as well. So we have the VIP membership for $9.99 a month and the Royal Family for $1.99. Alfie, man, I see you. Sign up to be part of the Royal Family. Join a membership on the channel. Anyways, Calvin, back to this bet. Ben Fox, funny that his last name is Fox, right? But it's F-A-W-K-E-S. Ben Fox from... Was he from DraftKings? He posted on Twitter uh, yesterday, and he said, "This summer, a better at Caesars." Hey, Charles, welcome to the royal welcome, family. Welcome, Charles. Dude, Charles is a member. You guys all got to be members too. It's cool. Look, he's got a cool basketball, and it changes the longer you are a member. Uh, anyways, he said, "This summer, a better at Caesars made two giant futures waivers on the Sacramento Kings." to win the 2022-2023 NBA title. Calvin, he put a bet of $10,000 at 750-to-1 odds. Then later, he placed another bet for $8,000 at 350-to-1 odds. If he won, or if the Kings won, he would win $10.3 million dollars off of an $18,000 bet on the Kings to win the title this season. So, Calvin, first question for you is, is this guy a time traveler? One. Two, how crazy is this guy? Pretty crazy. This is not betting on the team now. This is betting on the team in the summer. This is betting on the team during the summer. That is crazy. $18,000, you're just like, hey, YOLO. That you think is this guy's crazy. a Kings fan? Well, the second bet couldn't have come in the summer if they improved the odds to 350 to 1. Oh, but yeah, maybe. You think this guy's a Kings fan? I, I don't know who this person is. Um, Ooh, Angels, they smart man. They sound like a an NBA ref, maybe. Maybe um, he got the if script. The, if that's the case, he's not doing a very good job because the refs don't seem to, to favor Sacramento in a oh, lot of games. Dude. But look at this guy. I put 150 bucks. 150 on the Kings to win the Pacific before season, and it wow. wins me $35,000. Oh, dude, congratulations. Now that is a – we're talking very realistic at this yeah, point. I love it. I love it, dude. That is a fan putting their money where their mouth is. That's a good fan. Oh, Charlie's got a good guess, 50 cent. 
Ooh, Fitty. Fitty. He's like, I never lose. He's like LeVar Ball. I'm undefeated. He might have some inside information. Okay. Interesting bet. But, hey, I hope it happens. I mean, not only because I want to see the Sacramento Kings win a title. Absolutely crazy to think about. I just love, love rooting for people that put crazy bets down like that. Where it's just like... Yeah. I feel you the gambling should, you should high. Tell Ethan about that bet. Right. I feel the gambling high just looking at this bet of like, dude, eighteen thousand dollars on like dude, I wouldn't have put eighteen thousand dollars on the fucking Milwaukee Bucks winning the title this year. That's crazy. Uh, but ten yeah. million dollars. I mean, I don't I wouldn't put eighteen thousand dollars down on anything. That is that is I'm not absolutely, a gambler. absolutely incredible. All right, moving on. Calvin, uh you want to bring up this uh this potentially new or rumblings we've heard. Kings are winning basketball games, Calvin. Double overtime. They haven't lost this year yes, in overtime. Yes. The NBA is already trying to change rules. And I just got to point out real quick, uh, we're hearing rumblings about a potential rule change. And they had to mention that the reason why <laughs> they're considering this is because Kawhi Leonard played 38 minutes. Yes. Or was it 40 minutes? 40, I don't know. 40 minutes. I Whatever. Think. Stupid. Um, Kawhi is shot. For, first of all, this, this is something that we've already heard the NBA talk about prior to this double overtime game. So I, I just want to make that point. But they're talking about a target score once you get into overtime. So instead of it being played out Stupid. five minutes, uh, you know, where you could potentially tie and go into another. It, it's like the basketball tournament if anybody watches that. It, when you come into the final uh, they frame want of beaters. the game. They want buzzer beaters. No, it, well, I guess technically it's a it's not really a buzzer beater. They want game winners. Game winner, yeah. yeah. You you have a target score set, first team to hit, you know, 300 points. Yeah. Wins, wins the game. I think that is absolutely stupid. The only overtime rule that I want to change is in the NFL, if it's a tie, play another overtime. Because I don't like ties. Yeah, I, I don't really like ties either in NBA, the NFL. NBA, keep it the same, man. Keep it the same. Yeah, we saw, I'm what all, was that, a, a seven I, or eight overtime game a that, couple years ago? Do you remember that? Yeah, that was pretty crazy. That was what epic. Was, what game was that? That was so epic. But it, here's my thing. The only reason I'm going to advocate for this rule is because I'm sick of guys sitting out games for rest. So I, I don't I'm not saying that this rule cha- automatically changes that and you'll see guy, less guys sit out for rest but I I want to see guys play. I, I don't want to go into a game and all of a sudden see oh Damian Lillard and Anthony Simons and Nurkic and all these guys are all out after the All-Star break because they decided they didn't get enough rest. It it's bullshit. I, you these guys have to play. They're going to rest either way, Calvin. Well, that's what I'm trying to say is that's the problem. So like like I said, that I don't know if that rule changes that, but I want there to be I want somebody to figure out a way to stop getting guys to rest. Yeah. Because they're they're resting. They're not hurt. I mean, even De'Aaron Fox tonight. Like we all as Kings fans agree it was great for the team because they got a win uh, and they're going to keep him fresher down the stretch of the season. And maybe his wrist really is bothering him, but could he have played? Probably. Oh, man, you're hating on Deer and Fox. I'm not hating on him. I'm hating on all these guys. Okay. I mean, Anthony Edwards was was right. He said straight up. You got to play, man. People got to play. 
You got to play. And I, if it's if shortening the season to 72 games, again, I realize that that's not going to happen because there's too much money that they're going to lose. But if shortening the, ga- the schedule to 72 games yep. means that you're going to see guys play 80 to 90% of games, do it tomorrow. Yeah. Do it tomorrow. Charlie says, I got it. Half a game check for a rest day. Sure. Whatever it takes. Yeah. Whatever it takes. I don't know, man. I'm thinking no it, check. It, it's a huge play. problem. You don't play no check. It's a huge, huge problem. There should be multiple different compensations in a player's salary, and one of them should include games. And if you don't play in the game, you don't get that pay. Yeah. And I'm not saying, like, if you miss the whole season, you get no money at all. That That's not what I'm saying, because there's a lot of work that they do outside of playing the games. Preparation, uh, you know, all this stuff. But maybe there should be, you don't get a game check if you didn't play the game. Whatever it takes. Straight up. Straight up. Whatever it takes. Uh, that's, that's really, really interesting. Um, I mean, you have guys, and it's one reason, Calvin, why I've been watching a lot more classic basketball games and these documentaries about these players that played for $50,000 and they played every single game and they played injured and it didn't matter if, if they could have re-injured themselves and, and ended their career. And maybe that doesn't sound great, but these guys wanted to win. All they cared about was winning every single game. And now players are, who was it? It was like, all, all players care about now is IG and getting tattoos and making millions of dollars and dressing nice. And, I mean, maybe that's what happened. Maybe the players have been coddled into that. I really don't know. But, I mean, it's, it's getting worse. Whatever it is, it's getting worse. It's getting... Uh... I hope the world can see now what's really going on out here because it's getting ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. Uh, let's talk about players that are not resting and currently are injured. L.A. Lakers star LeBron James. It was announced yesterday uh, that he injured his foot, I believe, on Sunday. Uh, I watched the video. You could see him mouthing, I heard a pop. Yep. Continued to play on it. Finished the game. Can't believe it. Also uh, had a nice exchange with Patrick Mahomes about you're not the only one playing on a fucked up ankle. Did you see that? No, I did not. Patrick Mahomes was sidelined. Okay. Courtside during the game. Okay. And now he's out multiple weeks. And now he is. Unlike Patrick Mahomes. Oh, he's out <laughs> for a little while. And you see all the hate he got. They were, he was drunk during the parade and all this, and it's like, yeah. Yeah, Anyways, I would be too. Back to LeBron, back to the Lakers. Everyone was praising the L.A. Lakers. Just a week ago, Calvin, they made all the right moves. They were a team. And then we heard about ESPN, the Lakers. They want to be the sixth seed so they can face the Sacramento Kings in the first round of the playoffs. And you know, it's funny. I saw so many Kings fans post about that. Oh, blah, 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 whatever. You know, all I thought when I saw that is I'm like, wow, they're starting to realize that we could be the third seed. They're giving us credit that we could be the third seed. Thank you. Thank you for finally looking at us and not saying, well, there's 25 games left. The Kings could go on a huge losing streak here and and be out of the playoffs. Don't want to jinx anybody, but I'm just saying the fact that they are realizing that we're a good basketball team and that we could have home court advantage in the playoffs is an absolute win for the Sacramento Kings. But Lakers are in a tough spot, man. They're 12th seed. LeBron's out for multiple weeks. They don't got to be worried about facing the Kings. They got to be worried about making the playoffs, Calvin. This is exactly why you hear players say all the time, 
the cliches like we're just going to take it one game at a time. We can only control what we can control. Uh, it's a one game season, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. Because when you do shit like this and you say, oh, we assume that we can be the sixth seed. Yep. Karma's a bitch. LeBron might be out for three weeks maybe. Yep. What are your chances of being the sixth seed now? Hey, and just, just not as good. Just straight up, Calvin. If LeBron misses three weeks, there's 15 games left, and they're the 12th seed. Yeah. He might be like, I'm going to be healthy for next year. Yes. I mean, they do have some things working for them, right? There are, just like the Sacramento Kings, have, looking at the NBA scoreboard today, uh, well, Oklahoma City lost. I guess they're right ahead. Of, or Are they ahead or behind? No, they're, they're behind the Lakers. Dallas lost. Utah lost. The Clippers are losing right now. Yep. Talk about teams and, that are not doing well. Well, good news for the Lakers is Portland is losing as well. But, you know, it, this is exactly why guys stick to those guns of we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. We're taking it one game at a time. Yep. Um, because then people can't keep receipts on you and go back and say, well, you shouldn't have said that you assumed you could be the sixth seed when you're not even in the playing tournament. And the Sacramento Kings are going to make the playoffs this year. That's incredible. Hey, F the Lakers. Anyways, moving on. We all heard about what happened with KZ Okpala. Unfortunately, dealing with an injury, cut by the team. Uh, he's out for the rest of the year, getting surgery. They bring back P.J. Dozer, the bulldozer, Calvin. The bulldozer. He's back. Uh, played like a minute tonight. What It, it is what it is. But I heard he was re-signed to, this is potentially a two-year deal. I think the rest of this year and next year, I think next year's is partially guaranteed, so they could cut him if they need to or they want to. Give me your thoughts on P.J. Dozier. I know we've talked about him a little bit on here, but they seem to really like him. They brought him in. They dropped him. KZ is out. All of a sudden, P.J., they didn't even try out anybody else. They're like, P.J.'s our guy. Two years, we'll give it to him. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, my thoughts are the same, right? Like, there's obviously a reason why you would like him or why you would want to sign him. Um, do I think he's all of a sudden going to start playing 20 minutes a game on this team? No, I don't. No. Uh, is he going to be part of the playoff rotation when the rotation gets maybe even shorter than it is right now by a player or two? Yep. Probably not. So... You know, it, it's nice to have him on the team. It's nice to think about what he could bring in terms of size, athleticism, defensive versatility, all of that stuff. Uh, he had definitely flashes of being a, a pretty solid player in this league with Denver. So I'm not saying that I don't like him as a player, but I just don't see this being a big deal right now. Doesn't move the needle for you. No. Okay. I, I mean, I agree. I get it. I'm happy for PJ. <laughs> Uh, honestly, like, I hope something happens. I hope something comes of this. I would love it. I would love it if P.J. Dozer could contribute and help this team win basketball games. Uh, but like I said, and I've been saying all season long, Calvin, there are certain moments where you just have to trust the front office. You got to trust the coaching staff. All the Kings fans that were like, why didn't Mike Malone, or, or sorry, why didn't uh, Monty McNair trade for a big guy? What's going on with Mike Brown? Like, why did not they not make a big deal before the trade deadline? We're 4-0 since the All-Star break, Calvin. We've won a lot of games. We have chemistry. While these other teams, 
like the Dallas Mavericks, are having problems figuring out who gets the last shot. Yeah. So I got to trust the front office. I got to trust the coaching staff that they're going to make the right move. There's a reason they like him. So I like him too. I'm not saying I don't like him. I just don't think you're going to see him play that much. Callum says, I always thought P.J. Dozer was a Bruce Brown type. I would love that. I like Bruce Brown a lot. If he could become that guy, hey, I would love it. All right, would be huge news. if he could get to that level. In other news, we mentioned it last week. The Atlanta Hawks fired their coach, Nate McMillan, a guy that I really liked. Um, he's been around the block. He's maybe got wronged by a couple teams. But there if you're a, a coach, of, you've probably been wronged by a team. Yeah. They're, I mean, that's what they say, right? You're a coach until you get fired, basically, yeah. Is, yeah. is what it is. Unless you're... Unless you're Greg Popovich. Yeah. Unless you're or Popovich Phil Jackson, or Phil or Jackson. You decide when you're quitting. Yeah. Red hour um, back. Anyways, the Hawks were... They were interested in a couple guys. One of them you met during All-Star Weekend. That is... Jordy Fernandez. Jordy Fernandez, assistant coach with the Sacramento Kings. He's done an incredible job this season. And uh, a lot of people were concerned that maybe Jordy would be leaving the Kings after this year. Not that it couldn't happen, but the Hawks officially signed Quinn Snyder, another coach that's maybe been wronged by a couple teams in this league. Um, this is great news for me, and I think for a lot of Kings fans, because it, it makes me not think about Jordy leaving. What are your thoughts on the Hawks bringing in Quinn Snyder? Well, yeah, number one, happy that Jordy is still going to remain with the Kings, at least for now. I, I mean, once we get to the end of the season, there might be a, a few more openings, and then his name's probably going to come up again. That's just the nature of the beast. If you're doing a good job, yep. you, you know, uh, like most people believe, and Mike Brown has said, he's going to be a head coach in this league someday, probably sooner than later. But... Uh, at least for now, he's still in Sacramento. And this makes a lot of sense if you're Atlanta. Quinn Snyder was an assistant there back with, I believe, Mike Budenholzer when they were really, really good. Yep. He has a lot of familiarity with the organization. Um, and, you know, he was probably the highest profile name out of any of these guys that they were interested in. He seemed to be the front runner immediately. Uh, and he talked about in his... Uh, introductory press conference about how he didn't want to wait until the off season. He liked this opportunity with this team. He wanted to get to work right away. I think he's, I don't know if he was their coach tonight, but I think he's going to be coaching very, very soon. Like he's jumping in absolutely immediately to take over this team. So we'll see if it works out. Interesting. All right. I want to talk about Grant Napier here for a second. Uh, I know a lot of Kings fans have, very mixed feelings on Grant Napier. He, I mean, he was one of the voices of the Sacramento Kings for a really long time. Honestly, most of my childhood, Calvin. And yep. when I hear his voice, I think about Sacramento Kings games. I honestly do. Um, he did a lot of things, a lot of things, a lot of good things for the Sacramento Kings. Was very, very uh, loyal to them through wins, through a lot of losing. And uh, he gets fired by the Kings in a way that, he didn't feel was right. A lot of Kings fans didn't feel was right. Some thought it was. Um, but none of that. All that aside, I was watching Grant today because um, he does a halftime show on his YouTube channel. And I was watching I was watching his halftime show, and he was talking a little bit about the first half of the game. And somebody in the comments said, Grant, you should join ESPN 1320 and have a show on that 
station on that YouTube channel uh, so that you can go against, what's the other channel, 14-something, 14, 14, 50, 60? Hey, I'll be honest, I don't know. I don't listen to radio. All the Well, they're on YouTube now. So, oh, like, wow. Deuce and Mo do, uh, uh, I think, Monday through Friday on whatever it is, 14, 60, 80, whatever. If you guys know the number, let me know. Oh, 1140. There you go, Charles. Too many numbers. Too many numbers. Anyways, the person... <laughs> Charles is like, it's 1140. <laughs> it's 1140. I knew I was close. I knew I was close. Anyways, the comment says, Grant, you should sign on with ESPN 1320 to go against 1140. Grant says, Grant says, quote unquote, I don't like ESPN 1320. I would never sign with them. He says on my other show, I do a promotion for a flashlight. He's like, that flashlight's got more firepower than ESPN 1320. And then he says, everybody at ESPN 1320 is a bunch of clowns. That was pretty wild. That was a lot of strong words. And I don't know if ESPN 1320 had anything to do with him getting fired or whatever that happened. Maybe he's got some energy held up against that. But I was like, wow, this is crazy. And... The fact that I there's so many different numbers, right? Like 13, 20, 11, 40, all this. I was like, I've heard of it before. And I've watched some stuff, but like, who is that? Who are those guys? Who are the guys he's referring to as clowns? So I have no idea. I I go into I go into <laughs> to YouTube and I'm typing in ESPN 1320 and it pops up. D Lo and Casey. Oh, okay. And I do know those guys. The James Ham show. I know James Ham too. We know he has his own channel as well and, and does some other things. But apparently he doesn't like James Ham or D'Lo and Casey and thinks they're a bunch of clowns. I mean, does that really surprise you, though? Pretty wild. Does it really surprise you? Grant is just a bitter old man now. It's Grant against the world. That's who he is. Like, I was pretty, pretty wild. Uh, anyways, I mean... Honestly, Grant, I don't know if Grant watches our show. Maybe he's watching right now. Grant, talk smack about us, dude. I don't care. It doesn't bother me one bit. You want to talk smack? You're still talking about me. So, hey, I, I don't want to throw anybody down. I'm not going to down talk to Grant. I'm not going to down talk on D'Lo and Casey, uh, Deuce and Moe, uh, Sacktown Pete, any of those guys. You check out this video right now. Look in the description. I got links to everybody's YouTube channel down below because I want to support all of them. I love every single Sacramento Kings fan. I, I'm a fan of everybody here in the chat. And, you know, I just want everybody to succeed. So I really don't like when people, you know, talk smack about other people. But, hey, you want to talk smack? Dude, talk smack about us. I don't give a shit. That's my thoughts on it, Calvin. Uh, yeah, I, I got no thoughts on it whatsoever. I mean, it I feel bad for Grant Napier that he lost his job. He was a really, really good play-by-play -play guy. Um, but, look, I mean, the bright side is now you, you got your own show on YouTube. You can say whatever the fuck you want. That's why we do this. We love it. Yeah. You know? I, I actually thought about writing in the comments after he said that. Um, but I didn't. I held, I held back because I don't want to put up a, a bad message for the channel. Um, but I was going to write, if you don't like that, you don't like NBA basketball. Mm. Didn't, didn't say it. Anyways, shout out to Grant Napier. Uh, glad he's he's still doing some stuff because, I, dude, I can't get enough Sacramento Kings stuff. I'll listen to anybody. 
uh, anybody that does Sacramento Kings coverage, I'll listen, I'll support. Uh, so shout out to all you There's guys. There's a lot of out great there. stuff. Out shout there. out to all the Kings fans out there. We're pretty lucky. I mean, a fan base that, that has had nothing for almost 20 years, and we still got a lot of guys putting out content. Um, so very, very, very cool. Anyways, that was just wild, dude. That was wild. I, I'm surprised. I was really surprised at that that I heard that. Anyways, Calvin. Let's talk about some bad guys. Let's talk about the L.A. Clippers and how they suck. Actually, real quick, before we get into the Clippers, I just got to talk about the Thunder one more time because um, I'm looking at the schedule here. We don't have any more games against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Nope, that was it. Three-game series is over. Um, they're Undefeated. Not, they're not playing uh, in the finals this year. Like, maybe the Kings could be, according to that, better. They're not going to be playing in the NBA playoffs this year like the Sacramento Kings could be. So this is our last chance I mean, don't, to talk about the Oklahoma City It's still possible that they could make the play-in tournament. Maybe. Maybe. Why not, as Nick would say. But I just got to say it one more time. Worst team name in the NBA. <laughs> Worst mascot in the NBA. Uh, until we play the Clippers, and then it'll be the Calvin, Clippers have the worst mascot in the NBA. Calvin, is there a worse team name in the NBA than the OKC Thunder? Ooh, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't personally think that the Thunder is a bad team name, but is, is anybody worse? I don't know. Probably not. I mean, the Pelicans, eh. Maybe. But it's like, Pelican could, it could oh, do the some Hornets? damage. I don't know. I like the Hornets. Pelican could do some damage, Calvin. Thunder does no damage. Lightning does damage. Thunder, no damage at all. Well, yeah, Utah shouldn't be called the Jazz. It should be the New Orleans Jazz, but I don't know. I mean... Whatever. Clippers don't even have their own arena. All right, let's move on to the L.A. Clippers, the team with the worst team name in the NBA, the team with the worst mascot in the NBA, and, yes, I'm talking <laughs> about the Clippers. They don't even have their own arena. Dude, what what do you think the score is going to be in this game? Are oh, you betting the over? First <laughs> Are you betting the over on this game? First to 150 wins, just uh, like last time. What, what do you think the over is on this game? Clippers are 33 and 30. Uh and they're about to lose right now to the to the Timberwolves. What do you think the over is on this game, Cal? Top of your head. Uh it's probably like 240, 238, something like that. I I can't even see it on here. What the They used to have it on here, Calvin. It's not even they're not even showing it. Maybe it's too early. Yeah, they probably haven't said it yet. That's wild. That is wild. Anyways. Oh, they're only down six right now. The Clippers, I tell you, the, the over is not hitting in this game. I think the over okay. was 233. That's because they don't have the best offense in, in NBA history, yeah. playing, which is the Sacramento Kings. Anyways, the Clippers are favored by ESPN. Go figure. 57.8%. They, they say the Kings have a 42.2% chance to win this game. I disagree, Calvin. I mean, like I said, I was looking at the schedule earlier today. I don't think we lose another game through the rest of the year, honestly. Like, we got, we're playing great. Uh, Deer and Fox will be back, I'm sure. Uh, Sabonis is a walking triple double. Keegan Murray should be the rookie of the year, even though he's not. Uh, we got the sixth man of the year and Malik Monk putting up 45. Uh, this should be a really, really exciting game. Um, and I think a lot of people are going to be talking about this game. This was a game that I was like, they need to flex on the national television. Oh, no, Calvin. They don't want to flex this game. They want to flex the Knicks game. Knicks-Kings, which it is what it is. Yeah. But they'd rather play 
the L.A. Lakers tonight with no LeBron James, the team that's the 12th seed in the Western Conference, with no chemistry, no LeBron, no wins, no nothing, dude. They want to see them playing on national television instead of the Sacramento Kings. So, Calvin, we know the Kings are going to win this game on Friday. How are they going to do it? Give me your keys to the game. All right. Number one is attack the paint. The Clippers are a really good defensive team, or at least they are in theory, right? They don't allow a ton of points, but they've had a problem defending the paint recently. In their last, not including today's game, but in their last five games, they've allowed over 61 points per game in the paint, including that 88-point performance that the Sacramento Kings put on them in double overtime. Um, Just for perspective, San Antonio allows the most points per game in the paint at 56 Point three, So get De'Aaron Fox back and get to the paint. Attack, attack, attack all night long. Number two is battle of the bench. This was a huge, huge swing for the Kings in that double overtime win. They outscored LA's bench 77-61 to 61 with a career-high 45 from Malik Monk. The Clippers have the third best uh, bench scoring game team in the – I don't know if Zubas really changes it that much. Um, I still think you can get to the paint. More like Zubich. But, yes, he was out. I don't know if he'll be back on Friday or not. But um, And, the clip, like I said, the Clippers have the third best bench unit in terms of scoring in the NBA. So it's going to be a very, very key key to this game. And then number three I'm going to say is the Sabonis pick and roll. We don't see the Kings run a lot of traditional – pick and roll with Sabonis because he handles the ball a lot, right? They run dribble handoff off of him. They spread the floor around him. I watched a lot of the Clippers and Nuggets game on, what was that, Sunday or Saturday? Sunday? Sunday. Um, Jokic had a phenomenal game, and, of course, Jokic is a great player, right? But what did the, the Nuggets do to attack the Clippers late in that game was they put the ball in Jamal Murray's hands and they ran, or Michael Porter Jr., and they ran pick and roll with Jokic, which the Clippers obviously had to commit to those guys, Porter Jr. and Murray, and Jokic was open after open after open on rolls to the basket for an easy floater. I think this is a, an opportunity for the Kings to take advantage of. So whether it's Malik Monk, Kevin Herter, De'Aaron Fox, those guys all run pretty good two-man game with Sabonis, and in that double overtime win, Malik Monk had, I think, three straight possessions where he had a beautiful assist off of a pick and roll to Sabonis inside. So uh, I look for this as an opportunity for the Kings to take advantage on offense. Okay. I mean, that that's what they're going to do. I, I think the Kings score at least 130 in this game. They got to do it. They got to do it. We'll see if De'Aaron Fox is available. He's listed as day-to-day for this game uh, with, with the wrist injury. Calvin, I, I see Tanvir creeping here on Twitter Spaces. He changed his name to Star Fox and Star Ox. He thinks he can pull a smooth one over us and think that we're not watching. Think that we're not watching, Calvin. Shout out to Tanvir. We appreciate him as always. <laughs> Funny Nick pops up on stage and he wants to request to come on. And I said, bro, we're about to end the show. I got pizza delivered. And he says, to my address is what he's texting me. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. That's funny. 
Anyways, I think that pretty much wraps us up for the tonight. We appreciate you all so, so much. You guys are all awesome. Please don't forget to smash up that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Become a member of the channel like Charles. It's $1.99 a month. Uh, your name is green. You get a basketball, and that will evolve. Uh, Charles, check out the custom uh, gifts and some different emojis you can use as well, uh, which is really, really cool. But thank you guys so much for watching. We appreciate you all so, so much. Calvin, you got any last words for the royal family out there? Light the beam. The streak continues. Light the beam. Light the beam. Four in a Why row. Why not light the beam? Why not? Four in a row for the Sacramento Kings. We appreciate you all so, so much. Uh, and, hey, when this video ends, it's going to forward you to the next scheduled stream on Friday. Make sure you like that video right in the in the chat. I want to see what your predictions are for the game on Friday. Shout out to Neil, Ivan, Charles. We appreciate you all. Brian, so much for watching. Have a wonderful night. In the meantime, go Kings. That's my bouncer right there.